What's up, people? It's your boy, Random Joe. Tactical nuke incoming! It's your boy, Mike Nuke, a.k.a. Nukem. And we are... Opinions of some Average Bros. Without further ado, let's get to the show. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, I know you're familiar, familiar with the topic, I'm pretty sure. If you let you been laying under a rock, you saw a lot of this shooting in um this shooting up in upstate. Um with this with this one fifteen year old kid. And you know, um we're just gonna talk about what was done, how it was done, and how um I feel things could have been done. And hopefully some of the some of the listeners will tell us their opinion on it. Because I'm pretty sure a lot of people, like I said, saw a whole bunch of red flags uh, in said case. Uh, well, today we're going to be talking about the uh, shooting at a Michigan school. Uh, it was in, I want to say, Oxford High School in Michigan. Uh, a 15-year-old kid named Ethan Crumbly um, shot. How many people died? Four people died. Four, four kids died from 14 to 17. And I want to say he shot, what, eight or nine, maybe? Yeah, it was about eight, ten, I think. Was yeah. it ten people? Oh, no, sorry. It was like 11. It's like 11 people got shot. My bad. 11 people got shot. Yeah, I knew it was like a, a double digit. Matter of fact, we got, let me see. Um, with respect to the panel, what's up, uh, Random Joe and Mike Nuke? Michigan school shooting, things that went wrong. Look, man, some people should just not have children. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and if you mess up and do have children, you need to be responsible for making sure that their mental health is at a, you know what I'm saying, at a, like, sustainable, functional level, or get them away from other children. You know what I mean? Not buying them guns and telling them, like, you know, you can do X, Y, and Z as long as you don't get caught, you know? And uh, I'm sure there were warnings in school leading up to that. But they should have some type of some type of protocol for where if a student's behaving in a way that could be potentially dangerous to other children, they automatically just need to be like, you know, go to a different school. You know what I'm saying? Have a school. Yeah. Yeah. But first, let's shout out to the victims, man. We have, uh, like I said, these just fucking kids, man. Um, Really like didn't um, just start in their lives. Pretty uh, much. One was uh, we got we got Madison Baldwin seventeen, Tate Murr sixteen, Hannah St. Julian fourteen, and, and Justin Schilling seventeen. So like I said, these is kids, man, young young kids just starting their life. May they rest in peace. All because some some young guy had some confusion and 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 and, and things within himself and the parents. Then be responsible, parents, and 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 try to throw some water on that fire. Instead, they threw gasoline on that fire by purchasing purchasing his child a handgun. Well, let's get into it. 
the shooting, of course. We're gonna go across the what what happened. Pretty much the parents bought the kid a gun, a handgun. Um, and of course the mom posted, I mean the kid posted on, you know, the mom posted the gun on Facebook, bought him a gun. This is Christmas present. Um the kid posted about the gun on, on social media, you know, and all that stuff. That's one of those gun families. There's nothing wrong with that. You want to hunt, go to the range. There's nothing wrong with your right to bear arms. Cool, whatever. So he got the gun. So the day prior to the shooting, the teacher called the kid looking at his phone in class. And he was looking at pictures of bullets. He was looking, he was looking, he was Googling like bullets for his for a gun. But they only called him because he wasn't supposed to be on the phone on class. And he was looking at bullets. And when asked about it, he said, you know, me and my family, like, we go to the range and we like to shoot and stuff. You know, a reasonable explanation and nothing to really yeah. draw concern, especially in that yeah. kind of town, you know? Yeah. Like they, they know their community. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. If it's a certain kind of community and hunting and shooting ranges is big. It's not a big concern for a 15-year-old to be looking at bullets or things like that. Nothing wrong with it. Um, the next day, a teacher finds a drawing he made that, um, see, I don't want to um, okay. The drawing showed a semi-automatic and gun pointing at words. The words were, the thoughts won't stop. Help me. Another section displayed a drawing of bullet with the words, blood everywhere, reading between it. So there's a, a semi-automatic gun drawing that said, the thoughts won't stop. Help me. And another drawing with bullets and blood, talking about blood everywhere. And... Between the drawing of the gun and the bullet, it's one person who seems to have been shot twice and bleeding. So they find this. So after the first day they found him searching for bullets, the school rubbed that off. The second day, they find a drawing of um, a handgun, bullets, people being shot. The, the statement, the thoughts won't stop. Help me. Blood is everywhere with a picture of someone being shot. Uh, so, so they see that, and they take him to the counselor. Um, some kind of way after seeing that, they contact the parents, and the parents pretty much said what you know didn't mention. Even though they see this drawing about a gun, they know they just bought him a gun. Nothing about the gun comes up. Uh, the, they, the parent, they like the parents like we're not taking them out of school. They didn't want to send him home by themselves. So they just let the kids go back to class. They let them go back to class. And this is where the problem lies. For me, uh, one of the many things that went wrong. With a message like, well, you're drawing a semi-automatic handgun, pointing at the words, the thoughts won't stop, help me. Bloods everywhere. And you drew a picture of somebody getting shot. Is that the kind of person you're supposed to send back to the classroom? 
Nope. You know? Not like, at all. It may, I, I'm trying to feel like, and... That's, that's when you gotta think about the classroom, and then you gotta be like, uh, you gotta, like, talk to them, like, ask them, Ethan, like, what's going on? Well, they say, they say when they asked him that, that he was, um, he said he was drawing those pictures because he's designing, he wanted to be, he's designing a video game. And he wanted to make video games and those pictures for some kind of video game that he's making. I wow. honestly think white privilege got those kids killed. By, by that, by white privilege getting those kids killed, I mean, they gave Ethan, Ethan a certain benefit of the doubt and understanding that I don't think he would have got if he wasn't white. And that understanding made them take the situation a little more lightly than they should have and just let them go back to the school. Well. Because that, that picture should have been taken a lot more seriously than that. Like, the parents didn't want to take him home. Cool. I would have called the police, uh, CPS, the psychiatric ward. Somebody I would have called to figure out to get this guy out of here. You know what I'm saying? Because, one, like uh, I said, once you done drew a thing that said, um, the thoughts won't stop, help me. That sounds like some kind of psychotic breakdown. It is. Bloods everywhere. You drawing pictures of people. I mean, we, come on, you drawing pictures of people being shot. In this day and age of school shootings, you don't just take the excuse of, I'm creating a video game and send him back. He got a whole backpack. They said the whole time they was talking to the kid, the gun in the backpack. They didn't think about searching it. And that's why they're trying to lock the parents up because they knew they just bought him a gun. Okay. And with the pictures he drew, which was a handgun, probably looked just like the one they bought him. And with the fucking statements, blood everywhere and in the in the help me and the voices won't stop and all that shit. And drawn and literally drew a person that was shot. And didn't say nothing. But I'm just thinking like. Again, did white privilege get those kids killed? Did the privilege that they gave Ethan because he was a little white boy, the consideration, the extra consideration of that he wasn't going to do nothing violent because he wasn't, he didn't get a thug vibes, you know? Right. Yeah, that's part of it. I, um, I just won't think how much Tyrone would have got his bad search if he wrote that kind of note. Oh, he would have got searched. Uh, they would have taken him out of school immediately. Even if the parents said, like, oh, uh, Tyrone is going back to school. The faculty would have been like, no, he's going to alternative school or behavioral adjustment school. Or he's going to sit in a classroom where he's just going to do all his school assignments. What's, you know, like, they, they in school have, suspension. Like, yeah, I said. In school suspension. But then also they had they had a they had a classroom for kids that uh, uh, behavioral adjustment. So they they go to school, but they they didn't like go to class with everybody else. 
So they will just uh, be in one room doing all their assignments, you know. It's kind of like in-school suspension, but uh, they're not suspended. It's just, it's because, like, they can't really, uh, I wouldn't say, like, interact with other kids, but, like, their behavior can just, like, if they were in a, if they're in a class setting, like, they don't, they'll just act out. Yeah. So they have to be in a, a class, like in a classroom, doing their work the whole day. Some of them play sports and whatnot, you know, but they just can't be in the classroom settings because, you know, they'll have like an influence on their behavior. So, uh, yeah, you know, that's what they would have did if it was like little Tyrone, but Ethan got to go back to class. Yeah, that know, note. Nothing. That note sound like some scary, and he get like like anybody with us. We don't get to be woke message in a minute, but anybody with nieces, nephews, kids, grandkids, you know, some guy get done about it. There's no way you can read that note and see the picture he drew, and and, and come up with the conclusion that we just sent him back amongst the general population. You know what I'm saying? Like where? Yeah. How was that ball drop from? And the thing is, like, the situation got the school counselor. Never even went to assistant principal or principal. And my thing is, like, um, now I talked to an educator, and I was informed that, you know, it's certain things they can't do. Like, they can't just kick them off campus because when your kid comes to your school, you're technically, technically responsible for them. So they can't be like, yo, get off campus. They can't just, like, send him home. They can't mm-hmm. suspend them for drawing the pictures or nothing because you technically didn't do nothing because it was just pictures. You can't expel them. You can't nothing. But there are things that could be done. Again, you can call the CPS to come talk with them. You can um, call the, the psychiatric hospital to send somebody out to evaluate them. You can call the police to come talk to them and figure things out. Maybe they would have searched this bag. But they just handled, it on, they handled a serious thing on a very low level. And I think it got handled so nonchalantly because I hate to bring up race and stuff, but people don't like to bring up race, but it's played so much a big part in how things are handled in this country. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It just does. it's, It's safe for them to ignore the race part because they know the race part is facts. It's factual. They don't want to talk about it, but it's the truth. The race plays a lot in everything. Yeah, I like, just can't see a little black everything. kid drawing a bunch of pictures of gun violence and people shooting bloodied up and, and they're not running the metal detector on his ass. I just can't see that. Get well, this bubble yeah. real quick. Yeah, see, see that picture right there? That picture right there is enough evidence to say that child has failed a psychiatric evaluation. Because um, even in psychiatric evaluations, some psychiatrists or psychologists or counselors can ask the, the child to draw a picture of anything that they want to draw. And so even a randomly draw spur of the moment voluntary, voluntary picture can be used in a psychiatric evaluation to decide the child's mental, uh, like where his head is at mentally. His or her, her head is at mentally. After they saw that picture, they should have stopped everything and got him admitted to some type of psychiatric facility to try to get to try to figure out exactly what's going on. 
at least for five days to see where his head was at. But nobody, nobody did that. That was another huge mistake. Yeah, see, they had su- they suggested that the parents take him to see someone within 48 hours. After a letter like that and drawing pictures like that, why he get 48-hour leeway? You go back to the club, go back to the class with these people fucking kids. Why you get a fucking... They want a gay fucking... Fucking Tyrone. They want a gay fucking... You know, Malik, that 48 hours of fucking leeway. And like I said, oh, yeah. their own white privilege and white consideration caused the poor lives of these four little white kids. Because oh. they didn't handle this dude. They didn't put no kind of thug or violent fucking hell in on this guy. They just saw it as something innocent when, as we know, it clearly wasn't. Again, searching for bullets one day, the next day. Drew pictures of someone getting shot. Wrote the message. The thoughts won't stop. Help me. That's saying that just sounds like crazy talk. The thoughts, the thoughts won't stop. Help me. I'm nigga like, what thoughts? What is these voices saying to you? I wanna fucking know. I got real fucking questions. And and bloods everywhere. Drawing a bullet. Between the drawing the gun and the bullet, one person who seems to have been shot twice is bleeding. This dude is projecting like fuck, you know? <laughs> Some shit that's yeah. on his mind. And the thing about it is, like, I like to also think about, like, obviously, I feel like he was getting bullied. He, he looked like a kid he, that kids were bullied. Yeah, yeah. He looks like a kid that, that kids were bullied. So he was getting bullied. So it, it, it brings it again to the, uh, to the Falcons. Like, was he, when he was getting bullied, did he ever, like, reach out to them? And they just, like, blew it, like, just like, oh, just, you know, go back to class. Well, this is the thing. This is the thing. You know, that that bullying shit is cool and all, but fuck that. Fuck that. We got bullied. Well, you probably didn't get, well, you got bullied, too, in a way. But I got bullied. Oh, yeah. A lot. And and we got bullied. And these two brothers that's on here right now probably got bullied. Bully don't mean come shoot the motherfucker up. Yes, bullying should be handled. Yeah, it, it, but, and that's what I'm coming, and, and that's what I was coming to. Like you know, like even though like like I know we got bullied. You know, some people handle it differently, but like if they know he's getting bullied, like Falcon T should have like handled that in a certain like matter, but they what, didn't. That's, that's well, they knew like, he was getting bullied. They definitely shouldn't have sent him back to class. They shouldn't have sent him back to class, and then like all the him drawing all that stuff. So at at the end of the day, I think. That school faculty is but also in their defense, I haven't heard nothing about bullying. I, I I ain't read no reports yet that he was getting bullied. No, yeah, I haven't heard anything either. But either, but you know, I I feel like <laughs> I don't know. I feel like they were they were messing with this kid. You know, or or I'm okay. I can't use bullying as a defense to I hear reports. Or he just could have been a fucking psycho. Yeah. I'm not going to give him bully leeway. Just because he looked like a miserable little lame dude that would get bullied, I'm not giving him bully leeway. Even though bullying went completely justified, I'm not, I'm not, like I said, I'm not, no. Because when Tyrone shoot up the place, nobody don't say he might have got bullied. He just was mad and game banging. Fuck that. Right. I'm not giving this guy bully, you know, bully justification until it's proven. He could just be a violent fucking monster. He could be a thug. You know, 
No, yeah. He, he could be white. He could be white. Come, Remo, uh, Malibu most wanted. <laughs> Oh my God. King Kong ain't got nothing on me. White Kong, baby. You know? <laughs> nah, but, uh, yeah, but, you know, I mean, you know, that's one of my, maybe he was being bullied, but either, either way, like, nothing, like, Falcon team should have, they, there's so many loopholes to where they fucked up. And oh, my God. Situation. They fucked up so many times. They, like, they fucked up bad. And so, like, now, like, these kids are good, and it's like, I just feel like not only the parents should be held responsible because they're part of the problem uh, for sure, but you know, these people shouldn't be having jobs. Like, obviously, I I preach this all the time. Like, some of these these faculty members, teachers, they don't know how to engage with these students. They don't. They don't. They fucking suck. They fucking suck and engage with these students. Then these motherfuckers are just here to collect checks, and just because they get off summer vacations, Christmas breaks, Thanksgiving, and it's a decent paying job, like they don't like teaching, but they just do it because they like, get the days off and it's a decent check, and then they get to do whatever they want to to be their little side hustle, which is fine. But if you don't want to be a teacher or a faculty member, and this is not your passion, don't fucking do it. Plus, they need better policies, like. Everything's reactive these days. Nothing's proactive. Now that this situation has happened, there's going to be all kinds of policy changes. But this shit should be coming fucking sense. A kid it's get caught sense. Googling fucking bullets one day. The next day, he drawing pictures. Fuck what the message said. If you're drawing pictures of people getting shot, Bro, we got questions. Like- you're not going back to class after a small little interview. We're at least going to let yeah. you cool down for a day. You got to, we, we got to get some, we got to get you to, you have to talk. We're going to get you in the chair in front of a professional. Like old boy said earlier, those pictures, those drawings alone are very telling when it yeah. comes to kids and therapy. Is that? You know, you just put a fucking crayons in front of them and they'll give you something to work with. You Bro, know, they got to draw, they got to draw their daddy. Standing over their mama looking real big with his arm draw back. That means somebody might be whipping some ass. <laughs> you know? If they saw themselves sitting in the bed looking scared and a dark dark shadow hovering over them, that means somebody might be creeping in the room at night. <laughs> They're going to tell in some kind of way through these goddamn drawings. Just bubble real quick. Okay, now, you know, I was, I, I did agree with the, um, um, I'm not intervening with his, his drawings and the signs of his mental illness, but I, I don't think there was any white privilege or any any racial anything racial, you know, about this at all. Um, I'm not sure if you guys were familiar with this, but you know, just a couple months ago, about three months ago, Timothy Sevkins, he was a school shooter, and he was let out on bond just a day after his shooting or so. So I, I don't think it has anything to do with. His white privilege. Actually, um, uh, good topic. That, that, actually, that happened in Texas, not from where we stay. And we're very familiar with the situation. And they were very fucking different. Yeah, different situation. They were very, see, you can't compare school shooting, school shooting. The details no. matter. Right. The details matter. The case you're talking about, uh, first of all, <laughs> It was a shooting at a school. 
Yes. Not the masculine shooting situation where you bust in the door, you walk down, you shoot indiscriminately. Some people pistol whipped him a day or so prior and robbed him because he was a little black kid with more money. They pistol whipped him and robbed him. Some say he was selling drugs. I don't know if that's been verified, but they still pistol whipped and robbed him. So, you yeah. know, I don't know if he ever got hit by a pistol, but it fucking hurts. So yeah. he came back the next day with his fuck. gun for protection from those particular people. And sure as fuck, they came and tried them again because they already beat him up. So they figured they had his number. So he pulled out his gun and shot at those particular people. And by the way, he didn't kill no one. That's not the, it's not justified. It's not right. But it's not the same as because my life sucked. I'm going to get a gun and just walk around and shoot random people that didn't do shit to me. That gun was brought for the specific protection from somebody that have shown you violence and aimed at them. Now, is it wrong? Yes. But it's not the same situation. And yes, he was on bond the next day, but he got arrested to pay bond. My whole thing about the white privilege aspect is when they found those dark-ass drawings about shooting people and the voices won't stop, somebody help me, and and bloods everywhere, and, and drawing people getting shot by bullets, the fact that he simply got to go back to the classroom. I don't think that would happen if he wasn't a little white kid. They gave him... Now, that's just my opinion. I mean, I'm not saying this race, because this is all white stuff. So, it, it, I have no skin in the game, because my skin is brown. But I do value the life of all humans, and especially all children. So, no little black kids then got killed. So, I technically can shut the fuck up about it. But I'm not, because the life of children still were lost, because they gave this little nut job leeway, and I think they did because of the color of his skin. They didn't take his threat as serious as they should have. In my opinion, when they saw the stuff he drew, the stuff he wrote, his backpack didn't even get searched. Don't forget to check us out live streaming every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central Time on YouTube. Opinion us and Avis Rose. And follow us on Instagram at OOSAB underscore podcast underscore for more updates on our content. Now back to the scheduled show. Like this, and then this, the, the kid that, you, that he was describing, like he's actually like a good student, you know? Like he's not, I mean, he, he wasn't drawing pictures saying like, oh, blood. Yeah, they would have searched his backpack immediately. Right. You know, so it's just like, uh, or the voices or anything. He didn't have any signs of like, like wanting to like kill like just shoot random people, you know. He was trying to attack the people that are avoiding him, like almost like every week at school. Then they accepted his excuse that he was drawing those pictures because he's designing the video game. I don't think if Ty- Tyrone or Malik had to say, "Oh yeah, I'm drawing these pictures of people getting shooted," and this statement, um. The voices won't stop, and blood is everywhere, and this person I drew getting shot, it's all, like, designs for this video game I'm making. They ain't want to hear that shit from Tyrone and Malik. They're like, nigga, no. please. You feel me? No. You ain't designed no goddamn video. Like, what's going on? You all right? Like, 
I'm trying to figure out, you know, and again, if anybody with parents or siblings or nieces and nephews understand what I'm saying, you see a letter like that and some pictures drawn like that, said student, you don't just tell the parents, I suggest you got 40, 48 hours you take them to get evaluated. That's leeway. That is wiggle room like a motherfucker. Like, no, get your fucking kid off the campus with these other people's fucking kids. Because it's my job as an administrator, I'm responsible for all these kids. So, yes, get your kid. It's not an option. This shit not negotiable. Get your kid out of here. Until y'all get him to he see somebody, we don't want him back here. I don't care yeah. if you don't want to take him. Now, I can't make you, but if you don't want to take him, that's what we call CPS or the fucking police or the psychiatric ward. Someone is going to get little Charles Manson Jr. with his fucking bloody picture drawing ass away from other people's children. Simple as that. Exactly. Simple as that. It's like they'll put a nigga off a sack of their pants at those kind of schools. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> you know what I'm a saying? Red tall tees. A red tall tees. Or... Exactly. You know? Rolling dice in the fucking bathroom. But no, you yeah. can draw pictures of blood everywhere and you hearing voices and drawing pictures of motherfuckers getting shot. And this wasn't no little kid. Maybe if you were seven and eight and you drew those pictures, maybe a hyperactive imagination, even though I still think you're a little motherfucking Jeffrey Dolan Jr. But, you know, <laughs> but being 15, no, you know better than that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in this day and age of school shootings and all this violence. No, that was a that was that was technically his cry for help. That was the fucking that was the alley hoop for interference. He threw up the alley hoop like, yo, if somebody don't stop me, I'm gonna do this shit. And he gave them the alley hoop, and they fucking looked to, looked off. You know what I'm saying? They just looked off. Yeah, like I pass you the ball in the end zone, homie. How you drop it? Wide open. Wide open. But they dropped it, wow. so he was like, you know what? I guess they want me to shoot some motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's what he... He brought his gun and he did what he did. You know? Easy for him. Uh, he can claim mental illness. And they mad at the parents. The parents, they mad at the parents. Reality, the parents have the best parents. But I really think the school administrators failed more than the parents. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because the parents, they like, why the parents didn't ask him did he have the gun? Maybe they, when they came up there for the pictures, they kind of called off work. Maybe the gun didn't cross their mind. Maybe they thought the gun was in the safe at the house. Maybe they told him not to bring the gun at the school and just didn't even think that he would possibly do that dumb shit. Who knows? Right. So are they the best parents? No. Are they shitty parents? Yes. yes. But if they and they got the right, they come at the nail, charging in with manslaughter. But that counselor who thought it was a good idea, uh, go back to class with the rest of them. What the fuck he gonna get? He got to get something too. Cause it gotta be some fucking protocol on this shit. <laughs> What's the protocol? Yeah, he's he's going back to his job. He's just gonna. Do the same thing he did the other day. 
Anybody tell me they hearing voices, nigga. I don't even want to stand next to you. Like, can't see. <laughs> yeah, being out in public and seeing that weird homeless person that's kind of talking to themselves. Oh yeah, all the time. Yeah, you kind of like, you know, you kind of <laughs> you could, you make some distance with that motherfucker. <laughs> you know, man. I remember. I remember one time I was I was walking. I think it was like downtown or something, and uh, you know. <laughs> Homeless guy was just sitting there, and, you know, just doing, just doing his homeless thing. Walk past him, <laughs> Not his homeless like, thing, just, you know, just, just digging in his nose and talking to himself, you know, homeless shit. Yeah, just walking to himself casually. And then he's like, hey, you. You know, and I look. And then he was like, no, 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 you, no, you, no, And I'm just, you know, just saying, oh, pretty, 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 who the fuck are you talking to? Walking. Yeah, like, I was like, oh, I just kept walking, you know? But, uh, you know, it is what it is. The Falcons, he definitely, uh, they fell that boy, and they felt those those dead students that were murdered. Uh, you know, they did, they fell. And, and that's when it comes down to, like, do like why are you why are you a counselor if you're a counselor? Why are you a teacher if you're a teacher? Why are you a principal if you're a principal? Like why are you doing your job? Like do, do you like do you really love your job that much? Like like or are you just here to collect a paycheck? A lot of people that just be that collect a check, man. This guy probably hadn't done nothing all semester. It's his first opportunity to to Actually, do his job, you know, and he fucked up. Yeah, the first time to actually deal with something outside of nitpicky little high school drama. Yeah, and this who done dropped the ball. Let's it's crazy. Let's it's crazy. Uh, uh, yeah, I think the Falcons definitely needs to be blamed. To be honest. Bubble. Yeah, in that case, um, with the young male that shot those students, he posted um on Instagram. Um, his dad bought actually the nine miller nine millimeter um on Black Friday, and then the son posted it on his Instagram. He just got a new beauty, and then the his mom posted on Facebook that that. Nine millimeter was his Christmas present, so they, I mean you, and that they used they practice. Um, he would go to the shooting range with his mom. So for the holidays, for Christmas, they bought him a new gun. They bought that for him. So, and shout out to the panel, Random Joe and Mike New. So yeah, that's that's crazy right there. That's why they are charged as well. Oh yeah, definitely. Um. Oh yeah, for sure. They for got sure. charged, but I don't know if it's gonna stick. To be honest, um, they charged the family out of anger and frustration. A lot of people hurt and confused and angry, but I honestly don't know if that charge is gonna stick. 
for to the parents. For me, are they the best I, parents? But that man saw the stuff they charged them with. They're gonna get something, but I don't think the main charge is gonna stick. To be honest, because yeah. it's like, you know, if they charge them, charge everybody at the school. Like y'all didn't mention he had a gun, but y'all didn't check. But you know, like so, who, who we all going to jail? Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, me if I, if I was a parent, like, like with all that situation going on. I don't think I'll feel safe sending my son or daughter back to school knowing that the faculty didn't handle the situation appropriately like they should have, you know? Oh, oh. Well, now they're going to have mad protocol. Like, you can't even say the word bullet without getting talked to by a counselor for three hours. You know, but that's, <laughs> again, that's that's four deaths too late. Like, mm-hmm. nobody had time for this reactive shit. Let's be proactive. Let's have got it common sense logical guidelines in place all fucking ready. School school shooters and shit ain't fucking new. Like, this situation should have already had an SOP, a standard operating procedure for situations like this. They up there winging it, freestyling this shit in 2021. Now, though, you know, they're going to have a whole goddamn full fucking pamphlet about this shit. A go-to fucking book, you know? When oh, this yeah. happens, you do this, you go to this, you go that. It's like they're gonna have training upon training. It's gonna be massive fucking training on what to do in this kind of situation. Well, at this point, four deaths too late, too little, too late type situation. Well, uh, being being reactive, not pro proactive, is is a major fucking problem. You know, it's like. When people get their house broke in, that's when they go get an alarm system. When you know people breaking houses, you should have just had an alarm system in the first place. Proactive, not reactive. You got the alarm system now, after your shit got broke in, but it's not going to get your shit back. (laughs) You have to be proactive, not reactive. And this this is one of those situations where, in hindsight, it's 2020, as they say. And everybody got all the hindsight to see all the things were done wrong. So now things going to get done correctly. But again, four lives have been lost when the red flags were there. And the red flags, in my opinion, were pretty fucking obvious. I mean, you drawing pictures of the murders you plan to do. Right. <laughs> You're not a little kid. Like, you get the, the you understand the seriousness of said pictures. Yeah. Maybe a six or seven year old with hyperactive imagination just seen a couple of violent movies. He might draw those pictures. He might not understand to get the scrutiny that's going to come with some pictures like that. But when you're 15, you should know that if I draw these pictures, they're going to pull me behind closed doors and have some sit down with me. Oh, yeah. You should fucking know that as a 15 year old. But he did it. And didn't get the proper scrutiny that he should have. And because of that, lives were lost. Lives were lost. And I really think them being being comfortable with his race might have played into it. 
I mean, you look at the demographics of the town. They're Googleable. It's a very Caucasian town. So the people that talked to him probably were Caucasian. And they probably felt, you know, a certain level of comfort in that it wouldn't be like that kind of situation. Not in my good old town. <laughs> That's the wrong idea to have. Treat all this shit the same. You feel me? Well, yeah. Regardless of your town, the demographic, the race of the people, when they draw pictures of fucking shooting people and talking about their hearing voices and the blood everywhere and drawing bullets and death, they should get the motherfucking nut job protocol. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Everybody get the nut job protocol. Male, female, whatever your race is, don't fucking matter. Whatever my race is, whatever school, like I said, the demographic, the district, fuck that. The nut job protocol. Like, yo, you're not going back to class, but that's what they're going to do now. You feel me? Oh, it's going to be nut job protocol now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely going to be nut job protocol. Oh, for sure. Shit. Like I said, you can't even be like, you can't even say a statement like, hey, man, go shoot your shot at that school no more. <laughs> nah. Go to what? Come to my office, you know? You said shoot and shot, them two words that uh <laughs> like that you immediately gotta get your mind. You gotta get your mind as sharp as you on the investigation. Those are two words that immediately brings you on investigation on this campus, buddy. Yeah. You can't say shoot, you can't say shot. Probably won't even but, be able uh, to say gun control. Man, this shit's crazy, man. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. And it's sad. It's crazy. And it's sad. And, um, you know, maybe more details come out. I don't know what the young man had going on. Uh, I know they tried him as an adult. So... For all intents and purposes, his fruits is looking pretty grim. But again, he took four lives, so like I ain't feeling like mass hard for him or no shit. Yeah. Um the parents, their life's over. Whatever jobs they have and all that stuff, them shit's gone because they ass in jail. Um it just has a fucked up situation all around, man. Fucked up situation all around, primarily for the people that lost their life. Yeah. But um, also, you know, for the for the 15-year-old, if, if he did that because of mental illness or some bullying or some shit, it sucks that his parents weren't cognitive enough to get him the help he need, and maybe he should have reached out for said help. But, like, them kids didn't deserve to die. And he, you know, it sucks that he probably going to spend the next 20, 30 years in jail, even though he deserved it, but it still sucks in general. But, you know, I don't fucking know, man. Crazy out there. Let me get this bubble real quick from um, baby. Baby girl. Babe girl, baby. How have you said Hey, Random Joe. Hey, Mike Nuke. 
Just say hey. <laughs> AKA Shaquisha. Hey. Uh, we just we just are here talking stuff, man, about serious stuff. We um we finna switch the tone a little a little bit and um get to something uh a little less a little less serious. So uh, matter of fact, on that note, we gotta wrap that up again, man. Um if you're an educator or know someone in education, or if you in any kind of position or just in your everyday life around somebody, and you see some of these red flags, you see some of these things that kind of make you be like, make you say, hmm, be proactive, not reactive. Don't be on new, on the news talking about, oh, I knew something was a little bit off about John John. Like, why the fuck did you say something, you know? Right. All right. Be proactive, not reactive. Because you might say their life, a bunch of other people's lives, and more importantly, the life you save might be your own. Exactly. Real fucking talk. All right, everybody. Thanks for uh, tuning in with our audio podcast. Uh, if you want, you can uh, check out our Instagram. It's at OOSAB underscore podcast underscore. Also on YouTube, we go live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Uh, you can watch that content as well. And uh, yeah, that's it. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Catch you later.